Today's show is brought to you by Delicious Obsessions. Real food, real life, and real delicious. Deliciousobsessions.com. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, which can be found on our website at treyerwilderness.com and also on iTunes. Welcome to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where we are homesteading traditionally 100% off-grid today and offering preparedness and survival tips for tomorrow. Here's your host, Tammy Treyer. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. It is a glorious, sunny day here in Idaho, and it is just feeling like spring. I'm so excited. We did have, however, sleet and snow and rain and hail two days ago, so still hard to say what's coming and what's what's going on, but I'm anxious to get into my garden. It's ready to have the seeds planted and things out there, and we're getting our hoops up and our plastic over the hoops, so I am going to be really excited to get out there and get dirty and just uh, spend some time out there. So I hope you guys are doing well. Hope you guys are also starting to get your gardens going. Even if you don't have a lot of space, use a pot in your backyard and plant some tomato plants. The more you can provide for yourself and your family, the better. And uh, you know I'm always encouraging that. But I am really super excited today. I have an amazing guest on. Um, This is my favorite fiction Christian author. She just blows me away. I actually have to be really careful when I pick up one of her books as far as timing goes because I can't put it down. I would read through the days if I could just to finish her books because they just draw you in. And I'm just so excited to have her on. You all know I'm a writer, so she's a real inspiration to me. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you folks to Kathy Bryant. Kathy, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored to be your guest. Oh, this is just great. You, She has many books, folks, and I'm going to have all the information for Kathy in our show notes so that you can connect with her, and you can find her at catbryant.com. And Kathy, I would love for you to just share your story with my audience, how you got started writing and your inspirations and stuff, if you don't mind. I would I'd be honored to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually started writing as a child. It was uh, I was an early reader, so it was pretty much an easy jump for me to go from reading to writing. <laughs> um, and then most of my writing during school was um, nonfiction kind of things. I did essays and stuff in school contests, and I worked for the local newspaper office, and then as I started having my family, I 
I kind of uh, ventured a little bit into writing children's books, never did do anything with it, and then during summer vacations I'd start novels and wouldn't get finished, and it just kind of kept getting shelved, uh, put, pushed to the back shelf. Um, so when my boys left home and I was facing the empty nest uh, about that same time, I lost a friend to breast cancer, and it, it was kind of just a slap in my face. It was like, you're not guaranteed another breath. You're not guaranteed another heartbeat. If you're going to pursue this gift of writing that I gave you, I want you to get started. So I started writing. I started by snatching up. Go ahead. Oh, I was just, uh, that's just awesome. I was just chuckling. That's just so awesome how God works. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. It, it really is. And uh, t- I started off by snatching up all kinds of how to write books. And I, I kind of treated them like I was in college. I marked them up with highlighters, and, and I started reviewing Christian books about that same time so I could kind of have a point of reference between my study of the craft of writing and what writers were actually doing. And it, it was really very, very beneficial. And then um, I, I wrote my first uh, novel and completed it. Uh, it's called Texas Roads. And at the time, I was going to go the traditional publishing route, but the more I prayed about it, the more I felt like God was saying, no, I want you to try self-publishing. And at the time, that was like a death sentence, (laughs) because there was such a stigma associated at that time with with self or independent publishing, and but I was like, okay, God, if this is what you want, I'm going to jump in with both feet, <laughs> and I did, and I haven't looked back, and it's still going strong, and I'm so uh, overwhelmed, honestly, that that God would use something like a story to um, that I wrote to to help proclaim his word and spread his message. And I hope and pray with every novel or book that I write that that is what I'm doing because I, to me that's the, the joy and the satisfaction of what I do. Oh, that's so awesome. And I can't see how you, you won't because what's unique about Kathy's books is that there's something, some, something that you will relate to in, in every chapter and, and, you know, there, it's just the way she writes it, there's, there's something you will relate to and something that you will benefit from. And it just, that's part of the lure for me is just, you know, she, she writes in such a unique way. You don't want to put it down. You want to know what's coming next. And, and it's just really, really neat. I mean, you, you are a real inspiration with your writing and that's so, so cool. And we can relate to that here because we try really hard, you know, to, our faith is what goes first, and we try not to right. offend people. You know, you know that's not our intention, but we wear our hearts on our sleeves, and God leads the way. So I'm I'm not afraid to share that, and I want people to know that because we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for His hand in things. And it's just, you know, it's our our goal too that you know not only are we able to educate people on on what we do here, but that our faith is something that shines through too. <laughs> right, you bet. Yeah, and and that Texas, the Texas Roads was such a neat story. I, I enjoy how you, you, in, integrate your characters together, and and it's just really, really unique way of writing, Kathy. <laughs> well, well, thank you, thank you very much. I hope to in in all of the Miller's Creek books. 
I've spent my entire life in, well, not my entire life, but most of my life in small town Texas. And it's very special to me, obviously, because that's where my my human roots are. But I kind of wanted to incorporate that small town feel of Texas in the Miller's Creek novels, and I've had readers say, you know, it's a, it's sort of like Mayberry, only Texas style, and, and that's that's what I want. I want them to get that connectivity that is in those small communities. Oh, it's neat. I mean, I can picture the whole town. I can picture the people. I chuckle in each story as I read the next one, and, and certain characters pop back up. It just, you know, it just makes me smile, and, and I can envision all of them, which... Um, you know, you, that's the neat part of reading is that it takes you off into another world per se. And it's neat when you can put faces with these people and just totally associate with them. It's like when I'm done reading, I'm so, so disappointed because now I have to wait for the next one. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny to hear you talk about putting a face with the characters because when I was writing the second book, uh, my husband and I decided to take a road trip to go see the Texas Blue Bonnets in the spring. It was a really good year for them, and we were going to shoot the book cover for the next book. And we stopped in this little small town to go to a convenience store and get something to drink. And he went in while I sat in the car, and he came out and he said, I just saw Bo Miller and the old geezers. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, really? Oh, but that, so I mean, that is that is how it is to me. It's like I have these <laughs> images in my head of, of who they are and what they look like and what they do. So oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. And and what's I'm really inspired by you because so far all I write is nonfiction. I write about our stories, our life, and and the things we do. And I've used to write, you know. Um, nonfiction or fiction stories in in high school and it's been so long and it's like I I stumble trying to think of how to put it all together and I'm just waiting for that implant in my mind when the time is right you know but it's funny that you say that because there's so many associations when you're writing (laughs) that's true that is so true (laughs) and and I I love um Mama Beth, that's the one who I who always makes me smile when she pops up in your books. You know, she she makes me smile too, and I always tell people when I grow up, I want to be like Mama Beth <laughs> because she's just she's she's funny. She doesn't pull any punches. She she tells it like she, like she sees it, and she's very faith based. And I just I love her, and I think most readers that's the character that they associate with the most. It's funny, yeah, and she's the. She's the one, the mama, the mama, and she's got the the big wings that spreads out across the whole community and pulls everybody together. It's just, yeah, it's really cool that you say that. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So what have been um, some of your most memorable moments in writing these books or your real awe moments? Oh, it seems like I have those with every book that I write. <laughs> and I'm a big planner, and so I spend a lot of time uh, researching the spiritual theme of the book, and then also pre what I call pre-writing the book, where I kind of sit down and plot the different points in the story, and it never fails that I'll start writing, and one of the characters will kind of take off on their own little <laughs> tangent, and I'm going, okay, but this wasn't in my plan. <laughs> Why are you doing this? You know? <laughs> but God always, in his miraculous way, speaks to me 
through the stories that I write. And when I do a blog post, he does the same thing. You know, I would like to be able to say I'm, I've got all this wisdom that I'm trying to impart to everybody, but it's not my wisdom. It's his, and it's him speaking it to me and, use, and speaking it through me at the same time. Yep. And so with every book, it seems like there's something, usually dealing with the spiritual theme of the book, that, that has to catch my attention as well. Uh, in The Way of Grace, which is the third book, which was by far the most difficult book I've ever had to write, it, it really came down to me clarifying in my own mind what the difference between mercy and grace was mm-hmm. and also how God's justice fits in all that, too, because we always hear he's a God of mercy and grace, but he's also a God of justice. And so it was kind of exploring that whole thing and clarifying it in my head as to how it went. And then in in a pilgrimage of promise, um, my husband and I had just gone through uh, one of those faith-building times in our lives, and it was... This story in particular, which is Mama Beth's story as a young girl, uh, it was just God's way of dealing with us through those faith-building times and showing that He is faithful and that He keeps His promises. And so with every story that I write, it's it's God working on me as well as me telling the story. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) Absolutely. It does. It does. He touches us. He touches us while we're writing something that will touch others. And it's, it's, and he does that every day, all day in our lives here too, not just in my writing. And it's just, it's just, I, you know, there's so many people that walk through life and, and miss those treasures. And, um, that's something that I'm grateful for our lifestyle because it's so simple and our eyes are so much more open, I think, than when you're, caught in that hustle bustle of what today's society has created. And, and I just feel that we see so much more. We feel so much more almost, you know, that you can feel his presence. You can see his hand on things. I I could tell you so many stories of how his hand was on, on us while we were building our home out here and just getting set up in our travels. I mean, there were things that happened that are unexplainable and, and there's only one explanation for them, you know, and it's just, it's just awing how he has kept his hand of safety on us. And just, I don't know, it just awes me to be able to see what he does in our lives. And I wish so much that other people, more people could see that because when you pause and really focus on him, you see so much more and he shows you so much more. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah, it's awesome. And that's, and that, the, um, Pilgrims of Promise was a really awesome book that, I mean, like, like I said, um, Kathy touches on a lot of different things that go on in our, in our lives. Um, uh, from, let's just say, um, eating disorders, um, um, things that devastating things that happen in our childhoods that still hang on in our adulthood. You know, there, there's things that she touches on in, in, even in just passing in her stories that open you up and allow you to release things that maybe you're hanging on to or things you're struggling with personally. So that's why I'm saying when, when you read one of her books, you will be touched in one way or another. And even if you're not a Christian, these books are just such amazing reads and so, so touching, you know, it, it does, you don't have to be a Christian to read these books. They are just amazing. Well, thank you. I, you know, with every book that I write, it's my prayer that God will use it 
to bring about whatever he wants to bring about in the life of the person that's reading it. And um, I'm just always blown away by some of the stories that I get of how he's doing that. I don't know why I'm so blown away, because he does it over and over (laughs) and over again. But it's it's just, I guess, affirmation, you know, that, that... this is what I need to do, and that he'll he'll use it in whatever way he sees fit. That, that is such an awesome thing to say because I experience that with emails and different messages we get on our social media and stuff. That you know, it's just it's just that affirmation that we are reaching people and that that we are doing what we're sent to do. Because I think a lot of people in this world struggle with what their actual purpose is, and again, the closer mm-hmm. you become to him, the more you understand your purpose and I, I I I'm grateful for those things too because it it just puts a spring in my step and you know we're just like anybody else we have our low days our bad days you know and and sometimes you just need that kick in the butt to get us going again yeah and and oftentimes that's our audience that shares that with us and and you know takes us on to the next blog post to the next book to the next article whatever it may be and and again, then we have the effort to and the ability to reach other people with what we're you know pushed into doing next. You know, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> it is. It is very much so. And our enemy, you know, wants to keep us from doing those things. So he always plants those seeds of doubt and fear. Like, am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? And then, so when we get those affirmations, it's like, oh, thank you for letting me know. <laughs> because we do want to make it our goal to live the way he wants us to. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's funny because the, the the devil will try to get in there in any way he possibly can. And, um, I have a, a special group of my girlfriends that we, uh, have a, a private prayer group that we, you know, pray for each other and everything. And it is such an awesome thing to be able to do that and remind each other, you know, that we need to just stomp and back down where he belongs and keep going about our day. You know, there's, you know, that doubt and just the struggles, the day-to-day struggles, you know, we're not void of those. A lot of people think that we're living our dream out here and, and maybe the same of you that you, you go untainted, but that's, you know, everybody's affected and, and, and it's just a matter of our perspective and also how we, you know, handle it. When I feel that doubt and that stuff setting in, I know where it's coming from. And it's exactly. just a matter of, you know, positively letting it go and understanding where it's coming from. And also knowing that I'm on the right path because when he interferes, it's when I'm doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing and he doesn't like it. <laughs> right. That's true. And if when, when we start to feel that, that conflict and that opposition, that is a wonderful affirmation in itself that we are indeed doing what God wants us to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, it's a, it's that way of putting a positive twist on something negative and that, you know, thank you. Right. I, you're, you're, I am doing what I'm supposed to be and it's making you angry. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're going to take a short break to hear some words from our sponsors and we will be right back to talk some more with Kathy. The new Pioneer Magazine, taking the skills and techniques of yesteryears and combining it with solar, hydroponics, and various other advancements of today, creating the most robust pioneering magazine on the market. In addition to the new Pioneer Magazine, they also have available the American Frontiersman Magazine, taking you back to a more primitive time, and both magazines can be found at newpioneermag.com. 
Get your copies today and be prepared for tomorrow. Do you have a loved one or are you suffering from celiac disease or a gluten intolerance? Trying to find that perfect flour? Whether you are baking cookies, flaky pie crusts, or baking breads from scratch, or you are looking for a quick cake from a package, look no further. Better Batter offers non-GMO gluten-free products with an assortment of packaged items as well as flour packaged in varying sizes, including their bulk sizes, perfect for those of you that are practicing your preparedness skills. Better Batter is not just another gluten-free flour. It's what you have been searching for. Visit betterbatter.org. Do you have your free digital subscription to Prepare Magazine yet? If not, then hurry over to preparemag.com and start getting each monthly issue sent directly to your inbox. It's easy. All you have to do is go to preparemag.com, enter your name and email address, and you're subscribed. Consider signing up for the premium membership for past issues and exclusive resources. You can even subscribe to the beautiful print version of Prepare Magazine. Visit preparemag.com and choose the option that's most valuable to you. Prepare Magazine, encouraging, empowering, and enriching your journey. Okay, we're back, and again, I am blessed to be speaking with Kathy Bryant today. She is a Christian author and has a new book coming out, uh, which we will talk about shortly. But, Kathy, I wanted to uh, just pick your brain a little bit. Um, We live 100% off-grid out here in northern Idaho, and I know that you also embrace a similar lifestyle um, and and probably are I, I have picked up that we are quite kindred spirits in a lot of things. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yes, we um, starting probably I guess in 2011 during that faith building time that I was talking about. Yeah. We we decided to make the move from we were in small towns, so it was rather a rural kind of setting anyway. But we decided we wanted even more, okay. so we ended up. Um, at the time we were living, we moved northwest Arkansas, and we uh, started raising chickens, and we started a garden. And that was kind of the beginning of it, and, and we discovered that we loved that kind of lifestyle, and it felt right, and it felt good to know that we were eating healthier because we were eating food that, that we had helped raise. Um, and then uh, we moved probably a year or two later to... Um, northern New Mexico where we live now and we're in the mountains so it was a totally different climate that we had to adjust to Uh, and we at the time had chickens and rabbits and we also have uh, a garden and we've done some indoor growing as well and I'm, I'm just a big believer it's important for us to to raise as much of our own food as we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just had um, a girl on this week um, and she she and I were discussing how she lost her mother so early to cancer and we were discussing the additives in our foods and, and just all the mm-hmm. chemicals and the GMOs and, and how things yeah. aren't labeled properly in, in the United States. And, and it, it just plays such a big role when you can become more self-reliant and are providing for yourself, knowing where all your food comes from, what you're feeding your animals. It just plays such a huge role. And and the more you, I, I imagine you're the same way, the more you dive into it, the more you want to dive into it, the more you want, the more, the more, the bigger the garden you want, the more you want to be able to preserve your foods in different ways. It's just, it's, it's, it's addicting. <laughs> it, it really is. And, and it, it feels, like I said earlier, it feels right, but I think it does so because 
we're, we're making a return to something that is quickly getting lost in our country. Yes. Um, you know, a lot of people think that, that green beans grow in the grocery store. Oh, I know. <laughs> and and. And so they're they're making their grocery store their food source, and the truth is, of course, I don't want to be a doomsdayer, but but any sort of catastrophe could could put a uh, a break in that system of where our food comes from. Yeah. So I hate for everybody to move so far away from the agricultural kind of life that. Um, that no one knows how to grow their own vegetables anymore or how to take care of animals. Absolutely. It's just it's something I'm very passionate about. Same here. And and the thing is, too, you know, um, this was that was the design. That was the intention all along. And, and it's nothing new. You know, a lot of people view it as, as something new. But this is what our ancestors have done for thousands of years. And, um, right. you know, and... and to have that become a lost art, like you said, would just be catastrophic. So that's why we have such a passion for sharing it and trying to encourage and inspire people. Because, of course, you know as well as I do, when you start a garden, you're going to have failure. Your first year isn't going to be that oh, yeah. that beautiful garden that you see in the Better Homes and Gardens magazine. It's 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 trial and error, and it, it all varies on climate and insects and... And so much, oh, your so soil, much. Yeah. you know, so there's so much that yes. plays a role and people get discouraged so quickly and want to give up. And that's where we feel it's on us to try to continue to encourage them to keep going because it is important. And, and not only, um, uh, for your, for food, but for your health, it plays such a role in being able to be a lot healthier when you're eating stuff that is more wholesome. Right. Exactly. And, I, you know, I've had a lot of people uh, question, well, where's your faith if you're depending on your animals and your garden? Right. And I want to say it takes a lot of faith to raise animals and gardens because, like you said, anything can and will go wrong. Absolutely. So it, it, there's definitely an element of faith involved. Oh, for sure. For sure. And and um, just having in faith because God, God wants us to, you know, not just sit and wait for things to happen. He wants us to be interactive and he wants us to, you know, be, be, uh, good stewards. And, and, right. um, it all plays a role And faith is such a huge role in things because there's so many elements and no matter if you're in an apartment or on a homestead, you know, there's going to be struggles. So it's again, right. all how you handle your struggles and, and having faith makes it so much easier because you know that it's, it's, it's it's going to happen and and handling it in stride and just keep going and knowing that you know there's good at the other side is important too yes yeah. yeah oh i think that's neat i it's uh i've seen the pictures on your website and i you know could clearly see that you were definitely the country girl and can, pi- <laughs> can picture you sitting on your porch on the rocker <laughs> watching your chickens. <laughs> I, I'm definitely a country girl. I guess it goes back to my grandparents. Uh, my mom's grandparents had a farm and, and lived the agricultural and rural lifestyle all their lives. And then my other grandmother, even though she lived in town, had the most glorious gardens you've ever seen. I mean, it, she just... She just knew how, she had a green thumb, obviously, but she just knew how to to grow our own vegetables and put her food away. So I feel very blessed that I came from that kind of a background because it's such a part of me. I 
it's something I don't think I could ever let go of. So. I hear you. I so hear you. My husband and I say that all the time because we both grew up on farms and grandparents that had green th- incredible green thumbs and learned so much from them and wish now that we had learned so much more from them. But our, you know, yeah. I, I think of my grandparents every time I'm canning and when I'm out in my garden because they instilled that in me. And, and, and it's just crazy how your roots just get deeper and deeper as you get older. You know, I, I tried to walk away from that lifestyle and so did my husband at one point in our life, you know, and it's like, you just, you can't, it pulls you back in and, and I'm, I'm blessed because we had that background and have that knowledge because I know so many people didn't and it, it right. does, it makes a big difference, but it's, it is a blessing. It is a, a definite blessing. <laughs> it is. Now, I don't want to run out of time here and not get a chance to talk about your new book. I am, I, it, awesome book. I am so excited because oh, I also get to help Kathy on her blog tour that's coming up. And I will let you share all the details on this book and, and what you have coming up and, and how they can get involved. Okay, I'd be happy to. The name of the book is Crossroads, and it basically tells the story of a, excuse me, my dog is yawning in the background, <laughs> but anyway, it tells the story of a um, a bitter young woman and a single mom who has just moved to Miller's Creek, and she has a very skewed concept of who God is because of her childhood. And uh, it also tells the story of a soldier who has returned stateside and is now working for the local police department, and how he is suddenly thrown into this battle at God's design of trying to win back this prodigal to the faith. Uh, the book is was just re- released at the beginning of April, and uh, the blog tour started like the 7th of April, and will go through the end of the month, and then at the end of the month, to wrap it all up, we're going to have a Facebook launch party, and um, you can find my Facebook page. Uh, it's Kathy Bryant, Christian author, and it has all the details on there of the upcoming event, um, and we'd love for as many people as possible to participate. Awesome. Awesome, and I will have links in the show notes at treyerwilderness.com. Uh, and this will be uh, podcast-97. So treyerwilderness.com slash podcast slash dash 97. And you can find that under Mountain Woman Radio at treyerwilderness.com. And you'll find all the links for her books, her website, the Facebook launch party, and um, everywhere else you can find Kathy. But it was an amazing story. I really could relate to your story in a lot of ways. And... Um, I had just recently had another author on, uh, Robert Vera, um, talking about our military, and, and that's a real sensitive subject for us. We have a lot of friends that have military um, families, and there's so much that they they carry and so much that they do for us, and, and um, I thought that the way you portrayed um, the character was just so awesome um, because, you know, they they return and... and um, Bear, bear a lot of weights on their shoulders. You bet. You bet. A lot of things that they're still dealing with from their time in the military as well as trying to readjust to civilian life mm-hmm. and a lot of times readjust in their marriages because they, they haven't been a part of their family's lives. So right. I really wanted to, to pay homage because mm-hmm. I don't think we give our military personnel or their families 
the credit that we really need to. I totally agree because they give up, they sacrifice so much, not just the, the, um, the ones that are participating in the military, but their families, you know, the sacrifice they give in, in, uh, not having that person in their lives and in their children's lives. And, and it's all on an effort for our freedoms. So I agree. And we, we really also work really hard at, at, you know, mentioning that and, and thanking them and, and, I never feel like we're thanking them enough, but, but, but Crossroads is just such a, all of Kathy's books. I I encourage you to pick them up and just dive in and and trust me, um, you will have problems putting them down (laughs) 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 and, and you will also find my reviews of her books, um, on our website, um, I will have the Crossroads uh, review going out on the 27th, and her launch party will be on the 30th. So don't miss out on that. Definitely get involved. And um, you can also join her newsletter on her website so that you're aware of when her new books are coming out and join her and communicate with her on social media. She's on Twitter and Facebook. And, And Kathy, we are running out of time, but I thought I would give you the opportunity to maybe, um, inspire some of the wannabe writers out there, what, um, would you, um, what would be some words of encouragement for people that are interested in taking up a writing career? Just go into it with eyes wide open, first of all, and with lots of prayer. Uh, it was far more difficult than I ever expected it to be. I thought, oh, I'll write a book and that's all there is to it. And there's really so much more because when you finish that rough draft, by the time you finish it, you're sick of it, but you still have to go back and do the edits and rewrites, and that's a big time consumer right there. Uh, but but prayerfully consider if this is uh, the direction God is leading you to take, and then I would highly, highly recommend snatching up books on the, the craft of writing and reading them and studying them and applying them. Uh, I also think reading across genres is really important because that kind of helps you see what is genre-specific and and things that you might want to include in in where you're going. So I I would highly encourage them to keep trying, but be prepared because it is a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very good advice. That it is, and that it is, and it's very funny you say that you're really sick of it at the end of writing something and, and when you're ready to have to do the edits. The the, the advice yes. I've heard from several other writers is to just walk away at that point for a little bit and then go back yep. to it. <laughs> That's exactly right. You definitely need to take those breaks from it, and it, and it kind of clears the cobwebs and gets you more excited about getting back to work on it. Absolutely, absolutely, and just... The excitement as things un- unravel when you are writing it, though, there's just that's just such an amazing feeling, and and I thank you so much for joining me, and I thank you for for sh- you know embracing uh, your writing career because I have enjoyed your books so very much. <laughs> well, thank you. It's been my honor and pleasure to be here and to to share with your audience what I do and. Uh, I'm I'm just very grateful for this opportunity you've given me. Well, when you have the next book out, I'll have you back on because I would be happy to help promote that one as well. But everybody, thank you so, so much for joining me today. And until our next show, you guys take care and God bless. You're listening to the Mountain Woman Radio Show, where you will learn something new every week. We hope you enjoyed the show and encourage you to join us at TreyerWilderness.com. And be sure to connect with us on iTunes. 
Remember, your reviews on iTunes are very important to us and help us reach more people just like you. 